0: take a little listen to this short preview clip from normal people featuring paul mescal as connell and daisy edgar jones as marianne So, how do you know gareth
1: oh classes together you two are going out everyone seems to know him yeah it's one of these campus celebrities (laughs) he loves that i believe he's very active on multiple college committees (laughs) (laughs) i've missed you yeah yeah you too
0: So there you go. As we know, last Tuesday, the first two episodes of the adaptation of Sally Rooney's best-selling book, Normal People, were broadcast on RT1. And we are all quite simply obsessed. We can all relate to Connell and Marianne's story. But there is another very special character that we are loving too, and that is Connell's mam, Lorraine. And I am delighted to chat to the actor who plays Lorraine now. It is Sarah Green. How are you, Sarah? Hi, Jenny. Thanks for having me on. Good. Uh, Do you know what? It's funny. I was only thinking about it earlier. I was like, I feel like I've met you before, but I don't think I have. And No, somebody- I thought
1: the same. Yeah, we, we haven't met, <laughs> we, but I feel like I know you. We haven't <laughs> met
0: and we're not related, apparently. No, I know.
1: <laughs> oh, we probably are somewhere down the line.
0: There must be the ease at the end of the greens are not that common. So I feel no, we're quite. We're yeah, yeah, you could be, could be your lucky day. I, I tell you, before we get into it, there's been a tweet in that I have to say um, has described you as Ireland's Marion Yacht, And uh, I think that is not bad for Tuesday. Oh, thank you very much.
1: Well, there you go. You gonna... I'll take that. <laughs> I don't know if it's true, but thank you.
0: Well, as you, we're, we're loving Lorraine and Normal People. I think the first thing that everyone thought when they saw you was, you're far too young. But I suppose Connell's mother is young in the book.
1: Well, yeah, Lorraine's 35 in the book, um, and so am I. So, um, I mean, I absolutely jumped the chance. Lorraine was my favourite character in the book, so... The idea that I, I could be the person to bring her to life was just a no-brainer for me.
0: And then what was it like, you know, working with someone like Lenny Abrahamson? That must be like a dream come true when you get that call and you're like, you have the
1: part. Yeah, you took the words out of my mouth. I wanted to work for with, with Lenny for years. so And then having the likes of him, working with Element again and, and Sally Rooney and Alice Birch, And Marco Rowe bringing the scripts to life. And it was just, you know, it was a match made in heaven, really. And, you know, any actor would be a fool not to jump at the chance.
0: It's one of those shows. I I mean, I've never seen anything that's been so hyped in advance. And the great thing about it was it's actually lived up to it. I was lucky enough to get a preview. I watched all 12 episodes in one evening, in one sitting. (laughs) And, And it was, it was literally like that. The book was so good. It was so successful that there was this fear of, were you nervous watching it for the first time yourself?
1: Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, I kind of knew when we were making it, I mean, I was on set the first day that Paul and Daisy had their first scenes together. And I just sat behind the camera with Lenny and just felt very privileged to be there to witness them, you know, the, the beginnings of, of this incredible relationship. And and I knew it was something really special. I think we all felt it on the day. Um, and, and so, I, I, yes, I was nervous, of course, as you are bringing any adaptation to life that people will like it um, and that people will love it as much as the book and I think by all accounts, they they absolutely do, and I do. I'm I'm such a fan of the show. I watched it in two nights, so I want to go back and watch it all again because, uh, yeah, I feel i was just kind of in awe of the whole thing, and I didn't take it in completely. So, um, I'm definitely going to go back for a second viewing.
0: Well, the great thing is everybody is a massive fan, and you know, I I'm I, but last week, and I'm sure you know where I'm going with this because it was the most enjoyment I've had listening to the radio <laughs> in about ten years. No joke. Yoke. I've <laughs> Me too. Do you know, Joe Duffy yeah. comes into his own on, on oh, things, things like this. If anyone missed it, I just want to very quickly play a little <laughs> clip of a woman called Mary who rang in last week. Poor and Mary. I, poor Mary. I haven't listened to this.
1: <laughs> Mary, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Joe. Um, well, I, it's described to me as the eagerly awaited adaptation of a novel, yeah. which I never heard of. That's fair. So yeah. naturally, I tuned into it. Yeah. And, uh, I, well, I, I'm sure the novel would have, was very good, and I mm. think it was uh, came across as about a, maybe a very disturbed teenage girl. Well, I imagine it was like something you would expect to see in a porno movie.
0: Well, Certainly but, not for
1: family view, viewing. What?
0: I just I, I couldn't get enough of that and then what was even better is did you see the uh, the comedian who then did a Oh
1: see, I did. That's oh. so good.
0: I watched it's that about so five <laughs> times this weekend. I was like, just play it once more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just love that she said I'd never heard the book, so naturally I tuned in. <laughs> exactly.
0: And I don't know why you'd be seen in a porno. But what about your own family? Where, what, what do they feel of, of the show watching it? I mean, in fairness, you're not in the, in the scenes that have upset Mary.
1: No, um, uh, but no, they, they absolutely adore it as well, and my mum has read the book, and she gave it to me for Christmas, actually, um, in 2018, so um, we've all, as a family, we're a big fan of it anyway, and, and I think it's beautiful, I don't think there's anything pornographic about it, I think it's quite beautiful, and how consent, and it's, you know, you were watching two young people madly in love with each other, having respectful, protected, and consensual sex, and I think that's brilliant.
0: I think what is displayed in the show itself is actually probably a brilliant example for young people that they're not getting anywhere else,
1: yeah, I completely agree, and I really applauded the the dad that was on I think his name was Frank that he he sat down with his seventeen year old daughter afterwards and used it as a tool to have you know a very open conversation with her about respecting herself and respecting others and and I think that's—it's amazing that a piece of art can do that. You know, especially at the moment, we're spending you know a lot more time with our family. So, I was very lucky growing up that I got to—you know—I—I I, I could always go to my parents with anything, and I was completely supported. And so, um, I think Con and Lorraine have that relationship as well. Um, and I think think it's handled really, really delicately and beautifully. And and I know Daisy and Paul were incredibly looked after, and um, they had a, a brilliant um, uh, intimacy coach and mm. set about Ethan O'Brien and so everything was talked through and no one did anything they didn't want to do and um they were, you know, given the space to feel as comfortable as possible. And I think that comes across because it's it's just so real, it's so believable. It's just really raw and they're incredibly talented, the two of them.
0: And then you were talking about obviously the fact that everyone's spending a lot of time with their families now. Some obviously not um because they're away from them. But how, how's lockdown treating you so far and whereabouts are you? Good.
1: I'm in Belfast. I was um, shooting a TV show here when lockdown came in. It's um, uh, Donal and Brian Gleeson have written a really brilliant comedy. Um, So we were in the last week of of filming that. uh, So it's pretty gutting that we didn't get to finish. But fingers crossed we will when all this passes. Um, And so we just decided to stay here instead of going back to London. um, Because we're, you know, close to the beach here. And, you know, there's a country park across the road from us. So... Uh, It's been quite peaceful. I miss my family terribly. I miss my mum and dad and my sister um, and my nephew. Um, But yeah, uh, they are all in Cork and hopefully if some of these restrictions are lifted, I'll get to, you know, run down the road in the car to them. It's better than flying.
0: I know that's the thing is I, I, like a lot of people are sort of lucky where their families might live within a, a couple of minutes and they can walk and stand at the end of their driveway and like you my my family are all down in Cork as well I was getting photographs yeah. this morning of my mum cut my dad's hair this morning and he did her hair <laughs> he did her hair colour last week it looks amazing it, me. it looks it's brilliant <laughs> oh
1: god I'm trying to convince my family that for me my greys are out of control
0: <laughs> well listen if any of the if any of your family down in Cork are stuck for a hairdresser so they can go out to what migraines. They'll look after them. And how have you been passing the time, though? Because the days kind of
1: are long, aren't they, at the moment? I'm actually, I'm finding it going pretty fast. It's been a long time since I've been kind of forced into to have a break like this. So... um just been cooking a lot, putting on a lot of weight, um, <laughs> watching TV shows, uh, and trying to read, but I have to say I'm finding that a bit of a struggle, i finding it hard to focus. Um, many ups and downs, I've had some really, you know, down weeks, but I'm I'm kind of on a high from the positivity the show was getting, and all the love for the show, and it's definitely rubbed off on me, because I've kind of I've floated around for the last week, which is quite lovely.
0: Ah, uh, good, and yet, do you know what, you deserve to, and as you say, you've been so busy, because the last time I saw you would been when you played Cassie Maddox and Dublin Murders. Another incredible mm-hmm. show. This feels like
1: this is your time. Oh, that's very kind. Um, yeah, I've been busy and feeling very grateful for it. So um, so yeah, long may it last if we ever get back on set again. <laughs>
0: well, this is it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Is there any, um, any plans then after the show that you're filming at the moment? Anything you can tell us about? Any-
1: um, no, I've another show coming out with BBC um, called Roadkill. Um, that's with Hugh Laurie and Helen McCrory. Um, and I'd say they will try and get that out as soon as possible. You know, people are crying out for content. So um, it's a good time to be releasing TV shows as, as we've kind of just witnessed. With it's more already more filmed. People. It's done, is it? Yes, we finished it. Yeah. So I might have some ADR to doing it. But yeah, it's, um, hopefully it'll come out this, this time, you know, before Christmas this year.
0: Hard to tell from know. the title whether it's cheery or not.
1: Um, it's a political drama. Okay.
0: Yeah. I I was like, it's either going to be a comedy or something really deep. No, a
1: bit of both. A bit of both. Political drama written by David Hare. Um, It's very good. Four parts.
0: Well, we will look forward to that. Um, Sarah Green, it's lovely to finally talk to you. Jenny Green,
1: lovely to talk to you too. (laughs)
0: uh, And we have a text in for you, actually. we please say a big hello to Sarah from all the Hollands in Glanmire in Cork? so (laughs)
1: <laughs> Rose, sir Ashley, yeah, and Tom, hi. Hi,
0: big shout-outs. Um, Sarah, hopefully you'll come and see us when the lockdown is over and yeah, as I say, if you need your colour done, I know a man who can help you out, okay?